Episode 158, OK Gamers Podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm here with Pat, who's humming me a tune. Hello. All right. Uh, let's just get right fucking into it. <laughs> uh, it's just me and Pat this week. Um, Andrew, uh, he's doing something. So is Dan. They're bad friends. It's not a big deal. Um, All right, cause who, yeah. re- who really who, yeah. actually gives a shit anyway? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. The ones that matter are here. Hey. We'll leave it at that. Hey. So I'm not. We don't have to go over the what you've been playing, because me and Pat have both been playing Destiny. <laughs> well, I've been <laughs> playing a little bit of Spider Man. Uh, I've been playing more um, Dead Cells too, which I would like to just touch on real quick because. Do your thing, bro. Uh, I only want to mention it just for the fact that I've gotten to a point now, where let's say I played, I did about seven runs over okay. the past weekend, which that can be a couple hours of playing. Very very well could be. Yes, and let's say out of seven runs, I got to High Peak Castle three times. Okay. High Peak Castle is fucking <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> the level design, the enemy types, and like by, I've done it now probably, I've gotten to High Peak Castle probably six, seven times. So by now, I know the lay of the land a little bit. I kind of know where I what I like what areas I should see in terms of like where yeah, I know I gotta go. Like what you're looking for. Yeah, because like you gotta get to like a bo- you do like a, a boss or like an elite. You get a key, then that opens up like another area that you have to get into, and then I think there's another like like locked room of okay. the boss. That's like they they throw so much shit at you. They have enemy types that could hit through walls. Oh, they God. have they, <laughs> oh dude, it's terrible. Like you know the fat men that throw the chains at you and hook you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they have those guys. Oh they yeah, have, yeah. Okay just like the worst of the worst in terms of enemy types and the design is just fucking terrible dude oh that sucks like there's i was like i had a great run going where i was able to pretty much i did i i'm almost positive i've done all the biomes now because i I have all the traversal runes i have the spider rune which lets you pretty much climb walls like and stay on walls and then the uh slam rock rune um so i have that i have pretty much the like that's the i think there's four in total um yeah i have the the vine rune, the statue rune, where you like teleport. The teleport. Yeah, this, and then the, the ram rune, which is this groundy slam yep. one, and, and then, then the, the, the spider. spider one. Yeah, which so I've I don't got them have all. Yet. I've got them all, and I was on a great run where I went through all the shitty areas, and uh, was feeling really good. I was feeling great. I was like, "This is it. This could be the run. This is gonna be it right now. This is gonna be the one. I'm gonna go to fight the last boss." No, didn't fucking happen. High peak castle is torture. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> and like, part of me wants to just like, I like obviously this week. You know, I've been playing a lot of Destiny, so I haven't picked up Dead Cells. But, like, it, like part of me is like, no, I gotta f- at least finish the game once. I have to beat all the bosses once. Yeah. And then the other part of me is like, no, don't fucking do it. You're gonna just get back to High Peak Castle and be miserable. <laughs> Why don't you just play the Messenger or something? And then yeah, I'm like, and then I, I, I'm like I have this like internal struggle where I, I just don't know what to fucking do with myself. Yeah, I get it. It's that's I don't know. That sucks. Getting to that fucking last spot like over and over and over again, and just not being able to get through it, like. That was my problem with, like, I was, like, smacking my head against, like, when I kept getting to the, uh, the ossuary. Like, I just kept that s- area sucks, too. I just kept smacking my head against the wall, because I'd make it, like, halfway through, and, like, I would get caught by some stupid shit. Because you got the guys with the back, like, the spikes on their backs that you can't hit from behind. Oh, my God. Fucking the big dude with the, the three-hit sword combo that, like, fucks you up. Yeah, he, he's the spinny, terrible. The spinny top hat man that can, like, just blend you into the corner and you die immediately. Yeah, there's, like, there's a couple areas in that game where the enemy types are just, like, the... Because, like, you get stun-locked, you have no... Yeah, there's like, no iframes or anything. So no. you get hit, and, like, you just keep getting hit, and you, you'll you die. You'll go from full health to dead in, like, in a matter of seconds. Seconds, yeah. And, like, the thing is, is, the same can be said for you can do that to other enemies. Yeah. So, like, that's, like, the argument to it. But at the same time, it's just, like, they're, they're, especially when, like, if you fall from, like, a, like a high area... Yeah, and you, you get, get stunned. stunned. Yeah. There was a couple times 
in Ossuary where I fell from a high spot, like not realizing, landed and then just got melted. Yeah, uh, and then I like wanted to th spike my switch into the ground. Yeah, I got into the habit anytime I fall in that game to just do a ground slam because if you do a ground slam yeah. from high up, you mm -hmm. don't get stunned. Yeah, and there's some um, amulets that actually give you like bonuses if you do a ground slam yeah. that'll like burn yeah, and freeze like, enemies yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like I, there was I, just a couple times where I just forgot. And yeah, I'm like, you weren't oh, thinking about it. You were like yeah. in the middle of a fight, and like it, I like, rolled and yeah, something, you yeah. rolled off a ledge or something. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, apparently you could turn that off. Did really? You know that? Yeah, the ability like because when you're like fighting somebody, if you're fighting somebody at like a ledge and you roll and you accidentally roll off, I think you could turn that off in the options somewhere. I think I heard that. I don't remember where I heard that from. Well, I'll, we have to. I'll, I'll have to look. But I'm pretty sure there's an option you can. That's toggle. interesting. Um. But yeah, so like that game is a fucking great time. But yeah, no, it, it's, it's it's one of those it's things. It's really like, good, but there's just like that's the only issue I have with it. Really, yeah. I mean, like so far, I've probably played like 15, 20 hours of it, which like compared to other people's, like that's chump change. But yeah, like my experience with it is like everything's great. Not great. Like there's some cha the areas get more challenging, which is you know a game like that they should. But then like Hypey Castle goes from just like. If everything is just like one to six, that n is up to ten. Yeah, they jack it up, and it's yeah. just not—it's not fair. <laughs> There's a significant difficulty. It, spike. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep, especially because like the you go from the clock tower, which the clock tower is really not a bad area, mm -hmm. and then the 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 clock room or whatever that's called where you fight that boss. Like he he's a hard time if you're spec'd appropriately and like you fought him a few times, like and you know what moves to look out for. Like he's manageable. Um, and then you obviously that shuffles you right into Hypey Castle, and then it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah, I've never actually made it. What boss is that? That's the second boss. What's his name? The uh, I know he's after the Clock Tower. Okay. Timekeeper. Timekeeper. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So what the fuck is Conjunctivitis? He's just a big eyeball so, man that right, you fight. Well, no, like, all right. So Conjunctivitis. I fought him. Yes, I know. When we talked about this, so I could give uh, people some context. And then my heart got broken. So the first boss that you should fight when you play Dead Cells is the Concierge, Correct. and he's on the Black Bridge. Correct. Um. So typically, the biomes that you go through, those are like the starting areas, and the first boss that you always fight is the Concierge because you don't have the traversal runes to get to Conjunctivitis. Um, so if you, when you progress, uh, and you go through the toxic sewers, that then leads you to the, the ancient sewers. The, well, the, you need the slam room to get the ancient sewers. Yes. Um, but to get, so you need to get the slam room, which that's in a certain biome. And then, uh, the thing with that is, is when you get to conjunctivitis, if you go, depending on which like route you take, conjunctivitis is essentially the like underground's version of concierge. Like you have okay. to, like you have to hit a so boss at that point. You have to go through him to, in order to. Yes. And he, he actually funnels you like after you do conjunctivitis and then the next area, I think. Um, yeah, cause I think you have to go through, I think if you're, if you're going to be technical about it, if you're going to count, if you count the prison, which is the first area you start in as yes. an area, yeah, that's a you biome. have to go through three different areas before you come across a boss. Yes, right? exactly. Yep. So it would be like, normally it would be the prison, the promenade of whatever the fuck. Yep. And then promenade of the condemned, right? Yep. That's it. And then the ramparts and then, then the black bridge, black bridge, which is where the first boss is. Yep. So if you take the other route, it's, uh, it's prisons, prison, so toxic sewers, toxic ancient sewers. Yeah. And then the conjunctivitis. conjunctivitis. Okay. Yep. So that's what, you know, that's like you said, three biomes boss. And then it's actually a longer route. If you do concierge, um, if you do conjunctivitis, it's shorter. Yeah. There's one area you got to go through instead of two. Yeah. Uh, because after black bridge and concierge, it's the, um, the Stilt Village. Stilt Village and then... Clock Tower. Okay. Um, but you, yeah, so there's, it's, there's a lot of bombs, there's a lot of areas, so I'm not remembering all the names of them, but, <laughs> um, no, yeah, Dead Cells is, it's, I'm kind of, like, at a crossroads with it, because, like, I want to keep playing it, but I know, like, I, I can get, 
to this point with relative ease because I know like the how to spec my character now. Like I know what like playstyle works best for me. Yeah. Um. And like obviously it's some of it's luck too. Like you know you need to get some good drops. Yeah. You know? I mean what got me through the ossuary was because I got lucky and I had frost blast and a fucking uh, broadsword. So. Any time I walked into a room, I just froze them all and killed them in two hits. Yeah. So like that, like like when I got to the elite that you need to get to in order to get the the, the ram rune, I just froze the whole fucking room. Threw a fucking fi uh, a fire grenade, which was just doing damage over time. I had like the th I think there's like the throwing knife item where you can just like throw it, like you hit everybody in the room and they all start bleeding. Yeah. Which had uh, a perk on it that caused anybody that was bleeding to to make anybody near them also bleed so it was like double yeah. ridiculous yeah. <laughs> and then like and then i just ran in with my fucking broadsword and was like smacking everybody around and fucking killed like i killed the elite no problem yeah you could if you spec in certain ways like that's the one thing i love about dead cells is that you like can just get crazy rolls on some of your items yeah. and it just you absolutely melt things like i was using this like very obscure roll where i would use the ice blast not the ice blast it's i think the ice shard which I don't is, know what that is yeah it's you literally throw like an ice like a little like star that like okay. freezes enemies it just it doesn't freeze them like an ice blast would but it like slows them okay. and then the thing is that if it if a, an enemy is caught in like like fire like oil uh, -huh. uh it, it does like triple the damage uh. so you can get an item where you literally just like throw a fireball at people oh, okay so yeah, i would yeah, just yeah. combo the two of them and just fucking shred people gotcha so and then obviously i would use like wolf traps and things like that so it was just easy to just like to plant somebody wolf traps are great yeah light them up and then just move on so yeah I made it to the fucking elite that drops the the spider rune, and he was a, such a piece of shit, bitch. I hated every second of it. I almost had him dead, and then no, I had him like halfway dead. And he's like some weird little teleporty guy that shoots like really fast magic bolts that hurt really bad. Yeah. So and the, the, the wolf trap, the wolf trap can't hold him down. Like it'll stop him for a second, but if he wants to teleport, he's gonna yeah. go. Yeah. That's and I like didn't have the... anything else to immobilize him, so I yeah. like slapped him around a little bit, and then like he got to his second like, his second form. And he just fucking destroyed me, and I was so mad. Yeah, getting to him and not getting the rune is like, I was so I miserable. I felt so bad. I was so nauseating. So for you. upset. Um, but yeah, no, Dead Cells is great. If you haven't played it yet, I definitely recommend it. Um, besides the fact that if you get to High Peak Castle, you'll probably want to cry. Um, there's there's so just, not many like indie like. What, how much was it? Twenty bucks? I think it was fifteen. It's fifteen dollar like. 2D brawler that you can spend 20 hours playing you can and get like a lot more a, than 20 hours. I, I came yeah, across I like mean, a Twitch streamer the other night that had like over 100 hours in it. Yeah, it's crazy. It's nuts. That's nuts. Yeah, it's a lot of bang for your buck. Yeah, no, it is. It's great. Um, outside of that though, I've been playing a ton of the new Destiny expansion, uh, Forsaken. Oh, we're gonna get into that, Brian. Uh, yes. So you can talk about Spider-Man real quick. If you'd like. Yeah, Spider-Man's out. That's like the big release yeah, this like week. The thing this week, other than Forsaken. Forsaken is the thing for us this week. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I've listened to a couple different podcasts this week. Uh, one of them being Kotaku Split Screen, and the other being Giant Bomb, and they talk about Spider-Man to absolute nauseum. Yeah. Um, in a good way. Um, you know, some other obviously everybody has the, their issues with it. Um. It's yeah, a, I have I have minor gripes. Yeah, it's it it sounds like it's a very very good game, um, but has you know every every game's not perfect. No, yeah, nothing's not exactly. Perfect. There's very few video games that are considered perfect, but I think that this is in like the upper echelon, yeah, in terms of like uh, superhero games. And yeah, stuff. so I uh, I'm probably like I want to say I played like an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Um, did the first couple of missions, like main story missions. Um, I'm having a really good time with it. I like, so far, I'm liking everything that I have done. The only minor issue I have, I would say, is 
to do with the combat, and it's not so much the combat itself, it's more the camera for the combat. Because um, you fight, like, pretty big groups of people, um, and, you know, they're, like, they vary. Like, there's guys with guns, there's guys with, like, rockets, there's guys with, like, stun rods and, like, shields and shit. So, like, there's a lot of variety to the combat, but the camera is, like, kind of right behind you, and there's a lot of enemies around. So, it's, like, it's not the easiest to, like... Janky camera. No, yeah, like you're in well, the middle. It, like it does it like that God of War thing where it's like it's like a cinematic camera angle. Like it's like nah, it's I, I wouldn't even call it that because you can't even you you can't lock on to anything. As far weird. as I'm, I, as far as I've at least seen, like I haven't, I've I've only tried like a couple of buttons in the middle of a fight to try to like lock on to anything and nothing yeah. has worked. Um, so like if I'm fighting like a big ass group, like I was kind of hoping it was gonna be a little bit more like Arkham because Arkham like zooms out. A little bit mm-hmm. and kind of lets you get a lay of the land and see yeah. who's where and like you can kind of like pick up on who's about to swing at you or whatever. Yeah. Like you have the spider senses which help, but the f- the f- spider sense that like flashes above Spider-Man's head is white, and a lot of the game is during the day, so like it's hard to see sometimes. And the spider sense is, u- is used just to help you like dodge. Yeah, that's like, like the, you can, the big like, mechanic from I, like Giant Bomb and uh, Jeff Gersman. He Similar uh, situation. He only played like a few hours, probably like a little further along than you when they when they recorded. And his biggest issue was the combat. He just yeah. wasn't crazy about it. And yeah, like Ben, I like the combat. Like yeah. the combat is fluid and it feels good. Well, and that was this like, thing is that you just had there was like hiccups. Yeah, with it. yeah. And Ben like was very adamant about saying like wait until you get more upgrades and gadgets and it like it gets way better. So yeah, that's what I'm I'm kind of banking on because like I, again like I, I really like the like they the enemies ragdoll real great. So like, there's you do like some like some crazy like drop kicks these motherfuckers and they go like flying. Like, yeah, there was one guy like fucking Spider Man. There's like, one guy like drop kicked a dude. I knocked him out and he hit a corner and he was just like was upside down like on his head like and his like he was just like completely fucked up like in the corner like under a tree. And I thought it was really funny. <laughs> like, like that shit's great. But like again, it was just it's legitimately like it's mostly just the camera. If the camera was at like a different angle or something like the camera, the game is like super good with like it's. Fluidity I don't really want to call or... it like cinematography because it's not a movie, but. Like when you got sw- a cinematic feel to it. Yeah, right? like yeah. when you're swinging through the city and the camera has like a momentum to it, like it feels really good and like everything else about the camera feels great. Yeah, it but has for, like, the, for a video game, it seems like it has a, a super high production value. Yeah, it's like you know this, this is what happens when Marvel backs a fucking game. It's, well, with so- Sony owns the so they they talked about this a little bit on uh, Kotaku's split screen, which I thought was very interesting because um, Kirk, uh, who's the co-host with Jason Trier, mentioned like oh like you know. If they, you know, obviously this game's going to sell really well and it's already reviewing really well, like, and, like, I'm sure they're going to leave the door open for a sequel, you know, and that probably would be, like, that would be a great game to, like, flagship the next Sony console, like, if they tease that. Mm-hmm. And, like, they, they were just speculating and it was fun. Um, but, like, one of the things that you mentioned, or I think it was either Carcass Chase, basically said, like, yeah, like, the, like, you'll, you will never see this on another platform, though. Like, this yeah, is Sony truth, like, through and through because, like, they own, yeah, they, they own, like, the, they own the rights yeah. to, like, like, to Spider-Man, like, they own the property, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and obviously Sony, like, this was entirely their doing, Mm -hmm. you know, so obviously there's a ton of money behind it. Well, yeah, and it's, you know, and and it shows, again, like, the production value is super high, there's been, like, very small, I had very small glitches happen to me, there was one uh, during the first mission where, like, my spider swans went off and, like, a big black box came up with it, and it was, (laughs) it just looked really (laughs) stupid, so I was like, oh, okay, and then there was one, there was a quick cutscene where I, like, webbed a dude. 
I like webbed his gun at his face, but the web like caught like a foot in front of him. So I was like pulling nothing. It looked like, but he oh. was like going, and oh, it looked, God. just, just looked kind of funny. Um, but obviously, every, every those are yeah. Again, it's issues. not going to be fucking perfect. That's like a tiny I heard it's very thing. pretty. It's very pretty. Um, and yeah, I mean, I do. <laughs> there's really there's one funny thing. I'm gonna it's I'm gonna talk about the first mission of the game real fast. Um, it's literally the first like within like the first like 45 minutes to an hour of the game. So if you don't want to listen to this, skip. A, a, a little bit it's okay i'm gonna start right now anyway <laughs> first mission you are going to take down uh kingpin okay all right they, they talked about this on a few different podcasts yeah. so it's not really too it's not really a it's spoiler. not like a super spoiler it's just a small thing so you go to catch kingpin eventually obviously you're fucking spider-man you succeed you get him but every time you see kingpin he has really, really great jiggle physics on his double chin. Oh, really? <laughs> it's really fucking funny. Oh, I love that. Like, and his chin just wiggles in, like, the best way. It's really fucking... Like, every time he gets mad and he's yelling, and it's like... It's he's just, got that fat, like, just, order of just, a neck, like... Just, yeah, it just wobbles know, like, a little bit, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's That's, that's actually incredible. And yeah, I, really I, I think that that, out of all the things you could have mentioned, that's probably my favorite thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's really funny. Anyone mention about a singular moment uh, in a game where they were like, you know what's pretty funny? <laughs> it was good. Yeah, it was really fucking funny. I, mean, I like laughed out. I like legitimately. I was in here playing by myself. Nobody I'm, was home, and I left. I like, haven't. I'm I waiting. Left. I'm waiting to buy Spider Man because I'm very much into the new Destiny expansion, and yeah. I want to sink a lot of time into it. And not to say that I can't juggle both, but like, um, just like don't feel that like me throwing Spider Man on top of what I've got on my plate right now is like absolutely necessary. Yeah. So I'm I'm totally content with waiting. Um, I'll either borrow it from somebody or, you know, I'll just pick it up uh, at some point. Um, yeah, I'm going to play it on and off. I'm, I'm not going well, to That's, like, that's not what like, you, Dan, and Andrew yeah. are going to do. Both of you have pretty much, like, said, you know, in one way, shape, or form, like, yeah, like, this isn't going to be something that, like, I play this exclusively nonstop, mm -hmm. you know, whereas just because obviously Destiny is something it's that the we type all of game. play. So. Yeah, and, like, Destiny is, like, a lot of the stuff that you can do in Destiny is time-gated, so, like, you kind of, like, as much as it, as kind of shitty as it sounds, but you kind of, like, have to be, like pretty consistent with destiny otherwise you're gonna fall behind oh yeah so definitely. like i want like not that's not the reason why i want to keep playing it it's legitimately like really great and i'm having a great time with it um but yeah, destiny's, like destiny's fucking back spider-man i can just i can pick up in four days and remember like oh yeah this is where i am and like start doing <laughs> yeah like, they also they mentioned this on the a few different podcasts and i didn't read any reviews yet but i saw it scored really well um but they were saying like there's like it's it's jarring how much stuff there is to do in the game yeah, but at it, at no point do you ever feel that you have to do these things yeah um jason specifically was saying that like hey if you want to play this game and you just want to streamline the story and just do like a few sides things on the way like you totally can do that or if you just want to like web sling around and like not do any of the main story like that's fine too yeah, like the game reasonable yeah, it's yeah. The, like it, that's the one thing he was saying that he really liked about it like the further you get along the more shit it unlocks obviously like that which is just kind of like the nature of open world games now um but he said that it's it's like not it, it it's not too aggressive in the fact that it's like oh like you got you like there's this thing going on over here like you got to do it yeah you know it's just kind of like you'll hear like you'll get a notification like on like a police scanner or something that's just like yeah you'll be some shit's going on area, and like, like you could just totally ignore it or go yeah. and do it you know it's yeah. not gonna there's nothing you're, you're just you know It'll be it'll be there basically is what he was saying. Yeah, you know? I've had I've had a few of those like I'll be traveling between story missions and like I'll hear like over the police scanner like oh there's a high speed chase happening over here which is by the way my favorite crime to do so far. Um, there's like different like so far I've come across like maybe like five different variations of like different crimes going on. There's like like a robbery and assault, drug dealers, um, some other bullshit. Um, so far the 
high speed chase is fucking great because he's swinging and you see the cars going. He's like, you see the, the, the cops chasing him. Yeah. And you can like, if, if you get above it, you like web zip to it. You land on the roof and like the, the dudes get out, like come out the sides and you like web them out of the car. And like, they like, <laughs> I guess like attach them to something and you get by the driver, you get him out and then you can, I forget this so far. There's been two different ways that I've tried to stop the car. One was on the back. I like grabbed it and like, planted my feet and was like trying to stop it <laughs> and the other one i like jumped in front of it and like webbed the walls and like had my feet on it and was like trying to stop it spider-man 2 and with you have the to, train like, when peter when he, yeah uh, pretty much McGuire makes that great face yeah and then you have to like smash the square button to like get it to work and like if you do it successfully you're good so the, the, that one is like the most cinematic out of all of them yeah that's which was, another like, really aspect cool. of the game too that just it seems it's it's in very cinematic like yeah throughout the entire experience yeah just literally just so. the just swinging around the city is like it's like oh shit this is fucking great dude <laughs> like that's really that's cool. pretty much just like what it's funny too because like um ben said this on giant bomb he was like yeah when people talk about spider-man games they always talk about spider-man 2 because of how good the swinging was mm-hmm. in the city that they built um and then he was like this is like they've they did it better oh so yeah it it's, like it's way people, fucking this better. is like the gold standard now yeah. so which obviously i think everybody expected that insomniac was gonna hit this one out of the park so yeah, it's um, it's uh Insomniac did a very very good job, especially coming from like uh, Infamous and stuff. Like Infamous, Infamous games are good, but they ain't was, this that good. Was Sucker Punch? Oh, that was Sucker Punch. What the yeah. fuck did Insomniac do? Um, that's a good question. Oh, I'm fuck me. Blank right All right, whatever. I was wrong. Pander, I gotta look this up. Ignore me. But yeah, so I'm like, I don't know. I'm having a really good time with it. it again, it's just the combat stuff that kind of like threw me off a little bit. It, it's and it's not again. Not even fucking combat. Ratchet and Clank, Sunset Overdrive. That's there you go. Sunset Overdrive was probably what I was thinking of. Um, but yeah, it's not, again, it's not even the combat. It's just like the the camera angle that they decided to use. It's just not... I, I personally just don't think it's ideal for the scope of the combat that you're in a lot of the time. It's like you fight like pretty big groups of dudes and like the spider sense is obviously there to help, but it's kind of hard to see sometimes. Well, so yeah. Spider-Man, it's real fun. I'm sure, it's good time. I'm sure next week um, with Pat and obviously Andrew and Dan, who will probably be playing a fair amount of it, they'll have more to say uh, next week. So, yeah. but I think by that point, you'll if you're gonna get it, you'll pretty much you'll know whether or not you know. Yeah. By that point, um, if, I don't think if anyone, you, anyone's gonna you don't you're not gonna need anyone to sell you on it. Yeah. If if somebody if you like really really plan on this game and you're like, you're really hyped for it, like you probably have it already. So. Yeah, I saw a lot of people in the Discord already uh, yeah. chirping about it, which is cool. Yeah. So. But yeah, so uh, let's get right into the real the fucking real meat topic ta- right now, bruh. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this week on Tuesday, um, de- the newest uh, Destiny expansion, uh, yeah. Forsaken, launched. So um, yeah, it's yeah. really great. It's so great, dude. It's really cool. It's so great. So um, they've done. It's like night and day. They and this is they. They. It's like Destiny already had their retribution story. Like obviously Destiny one. A lot of a lot of the player base felt burnt out, um, you know, by the DLCs and things like that. And then Taken King came out and like revitalized the game and the player base, and they did it again. Yeah, they the Destiny Two launched to like a lukewarm uh, fanfare. Obviously, like I feel like that some a lot of the diehards like stuck with it. The expansions, a lot of people felt like burned by them again because Osiris really wasn't good. Warmind, in my opinion, they picked it up a little bit, and I I did enjoy Warmind. Warmind so. was. 
leaps and bounds better than Osiris. Yes, because Osiris, I think, if you if you give somebody dog shit, <laughs> and then you know, like, don't give them dog shit, and you're like, oh, you didn't put shit in my hand. <laughs> oh, like, cool, thanks. thanks, man. Like, obviously, like you're gonna be a little bit more pleased. Yeah. Um, but I think Warmind had like a very straightforward, cohesive story. Yeah, it was cool. Um, like short but sweet. Um, and like a lot of the extra things that they added, I I, I enjoyed. I yeah. we didn't get to play the raid, which bummed me out. But oh, we can still do that. We, yeah, we can like... go back. Um, but me and you and Andrew and even Dan, um, like we played a ton of Escalation Protocol, which was such yeah, a fun mode. It's really cool. It, yeah, that was that a very had cool it, that had its issues, but we really enjoyed that. Um, and then Forsaken. I mean, in terms of content, uh, there is so much yeah, to do it's right disgusting. now. Disgusting. They they the one thing that they kept saying like when they were like teasing Forsaken and doing these like dev um, diaries and things like that. They just pretty much wanted to say, like, we know that there's the casual fans of Destiny, but, like, we're going to cater to the hardcore fans of Destiny. Like, we want you to feel overwhelmed and just have so much to do. And yeah, they did a real good job they did, making you feel overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> there's daily activities. There's weekly activities. The weekly activities reset in half the amount of time now. Yeah. Oh, that was so, like four days, right? Yeah, it used to be Fuck. a full week would be the reset. Now it's four days. Oh, and you have... So it's just like an absolute onslaught of content right now. I mean, like, granted, it's new, so maybe in a few weeks we'll feel like we've done everything, we've seen everything. Um, but, I mean, we... Uh, me and Pat and Dan, we finished the the main storyline uh, just last night. It was roughly seven to eight hours, I think, right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, which, for a Destiny story, I think that that's, like, the perfect yeah, length. Yeah. Um, but in, in terms of a story, like, a cohesive, like, start to finish, uh, I thought this is one of the better put-together stories. is the best, personally. Um, I mean, like... The whole like Red War storyline in the f- in this in like the base I game. Did, I'm of saying Destiny that because like, I did. I actually enjoyed the base storyline in. I did in, too. In Vanilla Destiny Two. Like, I did too, sure. and I thought I I would say that that is probably a very close second in my opinion. Okay. Um, I thought the Destiny Two story, like the base story, was very good. Um, I liked the whole Red War thing, like you losing your light and you know mm-hmm. whatever. I like yeah. I like uh, all that was really great. I like what they did with like Ikora and like none of the Vanguard having their light and like, yeah, them fleshing all, out like, the those fleshing out the characters yeah. a little bit more. Um, yeah, definitely. But everything that goes on in Forsaken is like everything has like a consequence to everything else. Like I, I wouldn't. The, really, yeah, it's, they, it's, they added. It, I mean, like, and obviously, like. It's in the promotional material, so we could just tell you that Cade Six dies. Yeah. Um, and just like the way it happens is great. Yeah, it um, was all like it's very emotional for yeah. like they like I said, they catered to like if you are just picking up Destiny or if you're someone that's like played it like on and off, like it that'll be like a moment to you, but for like a hardcore fan, that was like I like it actually was meaningful. Yeah. Like it was like, yeah. whoa, hold like this is real. Like yeah. I thought like there was gonna be some like they were. It was going to be a little ham-fisted, and they were going to be like, "Nah, surprise!" Like, yeah, you, I thought you know, it was like, going to be like some trickery shit where yeah. he's going like pop up his Kate Seven, and I was going to be like, "Oh, this is why Nolan no one knows." No, man, like they they stuck to their guns. Yeah. And it was different. Um, it was meaningful. Like the actions, and like the, there's other things that happened too. So we didn't like spoil the whole thing for you. Yeah, like yeah. there's obviously more to it. Yeah. Um. So don't worry there. But like there, there's actions. There's things that happen at the end of the, the this campaign <laughs> that you know uh, obviously are. are Bigger in the scope of the, you know, the, the whole um, destiny the universe like the lore and things like that. And the lore, stuff, yeah. um, in terms of the lore, they added um, uh, a ton the of it. Fucking oh co- the collections tab now, like just the lore it's tab, overflowing is, with I, material. I love it, and it's cool because like, that's shit they needed to have since the fucking first one. Agreed, and like the grimoire cards were was like in 
in theory, in th like, such a cool idea, but, like, it took work to, like... Yeah, you had to, like, go to the app, and you had to, like, read it online. Like, you couldn't yeah. just fucking, like... Like, if that... If they had the Grimoire cards on the first one... Like, in a kiosk... But in, like, a collections in, or tab in, like, yeah, or in a in kiosk a tab, or something, like, that would have been, like, infinitely fucking better, but... Instead, they locked it behind, like, an app or the website that you had to go read it on. It's really dumb, because yeah. there was some really cool fucking lore shit mm -hmm. in there. No, I remember all the time, like, you and Dan would be like, do you ever read this or that? And I would always be like, no, I yeah, never, like, like, would do it. The like, storyline yeah. between, like, the last word and Thorn, like, all that shit is so fucking cool. And, like, they yeah. never, like, it's something that a lot of people would never have seen. Yep. Or still probably haven't fucking seen or know anything about because they locked it behind the fucking Grimoire cards and it's yeah. kind of dumb. Yeah, so now they have just like an entire tab of content um, that is just lore based and, you know, it's like, it's, if you like the feeling of like checklist type of stuff. Oh, it's fucking very, they, very checklist. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's just like to the max now. Like every little thing you do almost seems like you're getting a notification like you did this, you did that. Yeah. Like check it off. Like, you know, here's your triumph score. Literally everything. You know, like here's the things that you need to do to hit like the next level. And like it's it's so in your face. It's so streamlined and it's really refreshing. Go into fucking Crucible. Get a double play. You got a thing. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, cool, man. Like, not even that like it's super meaningful, but it's just yeah. like I did this thing. Like great. Yeah, like, it's thanks like, oh, for the, sweet. Thanks. thanks for the pat on the back. Yeah. Like, you know, like that acknowledgement you know mm -hmm. it's like that in video games feels good yeah and yeah. they did a good like they are like between the sound design the notifications like everything is fluid it's yep. solid um in terms of like when i mentioned fourth content like we're just scratch we've probably, probably played 10 hours of it this yeah week. um like really getting the claws in yep. and i'm just starting to scratch the service so we last night like i said we finished the main story and then we also unlocked the dreaming city yeah which oh I speaking mean, of ooh, which boy speaking of which Remember when you, you dropped the fucking the chaperone thing? Yes. And me and Dan didn't get it. So when I was reading online, um, there are a lot of people, a lot of articles I was reading was like, oh yeah, it, uh, a lot of people are saying that they get it when they get to the Dreaming City, and you know, a lot of people are saying it just drops randomly over here and blah blah blah. You have to like, be okay. the fire team leader. Is Not, that what it is? No, it was the one note that they said was like the only thing we know for sure is that if one person gets it, everybody gets it. And I'm like, I was like, what the fuck? I was so <laughs> mad. And then, like, I want to say, like, an hour and a half after you got off, me and Dan did a couple of strikes. We did, like, a Crucible match or two. You guys got it. Dan was, like, I forget what he did. He got off of, like, cru he went to go do something on his own. He went to orbit, and it just popped for him. Yeah. And I did a couple games of Crucible, and I got off, and it just popped for me randomly. Ah. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, Good. So, so we could all grind this so, out together. Yeah. So the first step, I don't know if you looked at it, is 20 Crucible shotgun kills. Shotgun kills, which is easy peasy now. Yeah, it's really not that hard to do anymore. Um. Well, yeah. So going, that was actually a perfect segue. So they changed the weapon system. In, in a huge way. Significantly. Um, and, like, I'm not even going to get into the specific details because, like, I... It's muddy waters. I'll confuse the shit out of it. Um, but, like, I could just end it there. Like, they... From what how Destiny 2 initially launched, if you're someone that's never played it and you're jumping in now, you'll never know what that was like. What yeah. the previous weapon system was and yeah. what, how it even was structured. Yep. They made it more like the weapon system in the first game, but with some tweaks. Um, and, like, part of me doesn't know why they did it. Like, I don't know if it was, like, a zero-sum gain or if it was just, like, maybe it was more catered to PvP. Um, Honestly, I'm not, I'm not certain. They really, every time I've, like, watched Dev Diaries or, like, their explanation behind it, they the, the, the terms that they continue to use is just they wanted more uh, diversity in terms of loadouts for the player base. Yeah, which, which now is, they Now you got it. Holy yeah, shit. you fucking got that shit. And I mean, like, realistically, like, yeah, it has its 
perks for PvP, but it's also pretty fucking useful for PvE. Oh, it's great like, for PvE. Dude, run, the fact being able that I to run, run around with two shotguns if I really want to, like, <laughs> like running around with a fucking bow and a sniper or something, like, like that's sick. So and speaking of the bow, yeah, ter- uh, talk about a weapon <laughs> that has no right being in a Destiny game, but feeling so goddamn oh, yeah, good. Oh, it's fucking great. The bow is perfect. Oh, uh, it's really great. It yeah. feels really good. Yep. I love that fucking thing. I, uh, I like. I, I rescued. That's all I want to use. Yeah, same. And I like, well, me and Dan were, oh, we were doing strikes last night. We did one of the okay. the milestones. Yeah. And the last, was it the last strike we did? It was either the last or the first. I don't remember. Um, we go in and it was a strike on Nessus that I had never fucking seen. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> How is it that I've never seen this fucking strike ever? It's either ever? it's so old and you forgot, or it's new. Oh, no. I remember all the strikes. I know which. I know <laughs> all of them. When I get into a strike, I'm like, okay, this is the one we're doing. <laughs> and I was like, there's no way that the rotation is this fucking bad. Because it, it, it was a new strike. I was like, this is a fucking new strike. I know it. And I was like, there's no way that the rotation is this bad. Did, and they, the strike just, did they change an old strike like they did with no. Taken King launch? I'm no. going to get there, bro. Okay, I need to know. I was like, there's no fucking way that the rotation is this fucking bad that there is a strike I've never seen. <laughs> so Dan Google quick. It was a fucking Warmind exclusive PS4 strike oh. that are now on PC. Got it. And I was like... That answers my fucking question because this is retarded. I know you. You're neurotic, so yeah. You probably I was like, I was bugging out. in your mind. I was bugging out. I was like, I was like, I don't know how I don't know this fucking strike, Dan. This doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Like, <laughs> I like this is this is, what what is this? What is happening? Oh <laughs> like, lord! And I was like, they wouldn't have added a new strike for Forsaken on Nessus. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> was he just like rolling his no, eyes? He was like, like, he was like no, he was like, no, yeah, you're right. Like, why would they put a new strike on Nessus for <laughs> Forsaken? And then he like Googled it quick. I was like, oh, it's Warmind. I was like, okay, <laughs> thank you. So, all of the previous, all the year one PS4 exclusive stuff is now is now available, available on Xbox. Holders, yeah, yeah. It's all yeah, on all platforms, on which all is platforms, cool. Which is very cool. So Borealis is now obtainable for us. The Lake of Shadows strike is doable for us. I don't know if there was an exclusive Osiris strike. I have no idea. Uh, I hope not because I don't want to be blindsided like that again. <laughs> I can't. You can't handle it <laughs> again. I can't do this don't again. Don't do that to me <laughs> again, please. Um, and we did one of the new strikes last night, which was... Uh, Jealous. It was cool. It was a good time. It was... Uh, uh, I don't want to spoil it for you. Thanks. Because the end of it was really cool. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. So, yeah, like, they... In terms, in terms of, like, the new stuff that they've added, even, like... Um, so, essentially, the story of Forsaken is the prison of elders. There's a prison break, and a lot of, like, the big baddies are, you know, in the new social space called the the Reef. Well, which is a reef everybody knew about, but now you can actually... The, like, the Tangled Shore. The Tangled Shore, is which called. is an area of the reef, and it's, like, it's like constructed in a really neat way with, like, asteroids tied together. Yeah, and, it's, like... like Tied down with cables and shit. Yeah, so it, it's a very cool looking area. Um, and then, like the like I said, the big baddies of the prison elders they escaped, and you have to go and like hunt them down for a new um, uh, mer- what would you call them? a merchant NPC? Uh, uh, yeah, I would just say NPC, like world NPC, whatever. Yeah. Um, so those missions, which they turn them into adventures, and they're part of the main storyline, are all awesome. Yeah. Um, like each one feels like it's like own well thought. Yeah, like, it's it's. I think how the all of the adventures in the game should have been. Like some of the adventures are very cool in the base game, and like some of the other ones, like they're all like they're all pretty like yeah, they're, okay. They're halfway decent. I'd say that the you know 
But these are like I think how the adventures should have been from the get go. Like they're all very They are very good here. Very unique, every single one of them. Yes. The rider, uh the machinist, yeah. um, you know, the way that they save yeah. the um what's the guy at the very end? The um, um Fanatic. The fanatic. Yeah, yeah. that they, they handled it very, very well. Um then also it adds to the replayability because like when you do these on other characters you can approach them differently which is cool yeah because um, obviously you unlock new abilities for each character the way they handled the the way they handle the new subclass abilities is like it's interesting I know you're not crazy about the fact that it's every week you get a yeah I, I, that kind of bummed me the out a new bit. unlocks so there's three um, subclasses for each character as if anyone you know plays destiny knows that if you haven't each one has you know one tied to the elements in the game Um so the way that they added new subclasses, and they didn't just add a new one entirely for each character. Yeah, it's like a new skill tree. It's a new skill tree for each one. So technically, you can consider it as three new supers, mm -hmm. you know, for each character, which is nine new supers, and which each have their abilities. So it's like it is in in theory, like it is more bang for your buck. Yeah, which is cool. Um, but the way that you unlock them is tied to the weekly reset, or maybe it's the half-week reset. Yeah. Sooner. Yeah. So it's really not as bad as we initially thought, being that it's only four days. Either way, still kind of annoying. Yeah, and I, yeah I, I agree with you. But like I, the way I see it is that they kind of have to stretch <coughs> the content out a little bit. You know? Yeah, no, so. I get that. But like I feel like that's like such a, like, they, that was such a heavily fucking advertised part of this whole thing that, like, you know that's what people want. Like, you yeah. know people are like, yo, I want to fucking Kamehameha with a warlock yeah. and murder everything. But like say they like did the the void one teleport man, which I think I'm going to do first. The teleport man for the void walker warlock, they can't they now cannot get one of the other two until the whatever the reset, the reset yeah. happens. So yeah, like, it's 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 frustrating for sure. Um, I was like the 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 character I started forsaken with was my titan and I am not fucking disappointed even slightly with the decision I made because it's incredible. It's like I'm having know. the best you fucking time, shut dude. Up about I'm having the best goddamn time. The Titan Supers, man, they, they, I don't know what what it is. That maybe, like, fucking hammer <laughs> is so much you fun. Dunk dude. it on little people. You dunk it on people. You, so, for anybody that plays Destiny, the Hammer of Soul Super, he spawns like a little like a little hammer guy, and you can like toss it and fucking kill people, whatever. With the new one, you spawn a gigantic sledgehammer that you just spin. And you fucking you fuck shit up. It's super anime. And it's it's great. ridiculous, and it also gives you a throwing hammer, kind of like the uh, the hunter with his like throwing, throwing knife. knife. Yeah. The best part about the throwing hammer is that when you bonk it off someone's fucking head, you can just go get it again, and you have your your throwing hammer back, and you just keep doing that over and <laughs> over and again. over again. And then there is another part of that tree where if. You fucking kill somebody, or I think it's either you kill or you hit somebody with your throwing hammer, and you go pick it up, it starts health regeneration. So if I'm, like, in the middle of a group, and I'm getting hurt, and I just bonk somebody in the face with my fucking hammer, and I go get it, and then I'm full health again, I just keep doing that <laughs> all the time. The best is during this, everybody, he just keeps doing a hand motion as if he's throwing a yeah. hammer, and it's really funny. Yeah. Um, or when Dan's being a shit, and he's, like, standing around, I just bonk that shit off his face, and it feels good. Yeah, he's, 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 do he's usually a shit and It's only to me, though. He's only a shit to me. That's what matters. It's not. Me. It's fun. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like, all the new supers are really cool. Uh, the Hunter one, like, I'm um, the... For Void... 
Um, Night Stalker is interesting. I'm not crazy about it just quite yet. Daggerman. Um, yeah, he's it's it's weird. I'm not, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy about it. Um, the invisibility thing, I gotta mess around with that more because that seems really seems really useful in certain situations. The uh, the DPS seems like really high. I it was is, watching yeah. Dan do. I forget. I think we were doing one of the strikes yesterday, but the boss went like up in the air, and he was just fucking zipping through him. And he just followed him up like there was like nothing. Like he didn't like have to aim, and he was just like zipping through the guy. I was like, <laughs> whoa, look at him go. Um, yeah, but no, they're all really unique, which is cool. I thought they're they're very well thought out. Um, yeah, I think is, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the cool. uh, I'm gonna go for the blade barrage for my hunter when I get there. Yeah, that's the big, one. I, that's the one I want to unlock next because that one looks yeah, the coolest. Big solar knife throwing guy parade. <clears throat> the um, so that's pretty much for the PVE content. Uh, the raid I think drops next week, which is pretty crazy to me that people are already gonna be like ready to go. Yeah, I've seen so many fucking people that are capped out already. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's wild. Um, what will do with their so lives. So you get the Tangled Shore, which is like the first social space area. There's public events there. That's where the new like um, NPCs are. You get quests, missions there. It's a pretty well thought out and fleshed out area with mm -hmm. that. It has a lot of content, and then. You at the very end of the Forsaken campaign, you get an item that you have to uh, do certain things to unlock, like a key essentially, which unlocks a few more story missions, which was really cool. Yeah. And then you unlock the Dreaming City, which is another social space. Yeah, I, I fucked around in there a little bit yesterday. Uh, it's real cool in there. It, that reminds me of more of not not it doesn't it's way prettier than the Dreadnought. But the mystery to the Dreaming City yeah, is what yeah, reminds me of the Dreadnought. Yeah, it crazy. just seems like you could run around that area and find shit. Yeah, I and, was like uh, secrets and lore. And there's new public events yep. and, you know, new missions to do. And that's where the raid's going to be. It's, yep. like, crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's super involved. It's pretty wild in there. I was, uh, I was running around for a little bit, and uh, I was uh, pretty impressed with just, like, the fucking color palette in that place is so pretty. wild. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially, it's, like, it's jarring and really yeah, cool how especially, they did it. Especially, especially coming from the Tangled Shore. Yeah, which is, like... It's not like bland, but like dark. Yeah, purple and dark. Yeah. Like you're in yeah. like a weird part of space. Yeah, and then you get to the Dreaming City, which is like bright. It's like y'all check it, dude. Yo, like it's yeah, like kind of foggy on the ground, but the rest of this shit is really it's pretty. pretty right. Um. So yeah, I'm like I, I I cannot wait to try the raid because like, um, Leviathan to me was always something that like I enjoyed. I loved when we could, we got together and we did the raid, but like Leviathan just never felt as good as like. Um, Vault of Glass. Yeah. You know, like, I want to get back to that where the raid has, like, mystery to it and it feels good. And, like, I want to make sure I'm, I'm doing the raid every week. And, like, yeah. I think with Dreaming City, or at least I'm hoping that they... I hope it, it's... A, they, they had a good step in the right direction with, like, the Whisper of the Worm quest. Like, that was a good... That like, was awesome. And that was just so. a small mission. Yeah, that so was I'm hoping, one little piece. I'm hoping that they start to kind of take that and run with it a little bit because like that the whole first fucking sequence of whisper of the worm is so cool and it's very yeah. vault of glass and it's like the it, music's it, it, great it, great it, yeah the whole fucking thing is great yeah um, now, whisper of the worm was one of the best things they've done yeah in a, in a while and like that's so crazy to think that it was just something that was tied to a public event yeah like on a planet yeah, and it was, like it was like secret, super specific and secret like exotic mission that nobody yeah. knew about and it just like popped up randomly yeah, yeah i think we'll definitely see more stuff like that too like there's just so many secrets that people are just kind of starting to uncover with this new expansion, which is really cool. Yeah, dude, it's um, it's, uh, it's I, I it's like like I said, I can't believe they did it again. Like, yeah, I'm 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 very impressed that they were able to just be like, yeah, no, yeah, uh, you go check this shit out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that time when you guys were all kind of bored? We just stopped doing that and just have fun with this. Well, now. not only, not only bored. I mean, like the burned out. Bur yeah, I mean, like, but 
like there was a lot of people that I kind of had to eat their words and I've seen people do it on like Twitter and like people that like used to stream destiny all the time. Like they've been open about saying like, this is like the best the community has felt in a really long time. Like, you know, and like thanking Bungie for like really taking the time and like listening to the feedback and like, well, yeah, that was, that was one of the big parts about this whole thing was that they had, uh, they had a lot of people like that are popular in the community. Like, you know destiny streamers and shit like that they came down yeah they did the summit to bungie yeah, yeah. the summit and you know had that like had them give them their feedback their input like, and stuff yeah all early tell stuff us with forsaken tell us how this feels tell us what you like what you don't like and they took that feedback to heart which is something that they really needed to do yeah no that's and, and it shows it, big it, time yeah. game feels very good i mean yeah, I, w- yeah. I was worried a lot of, about a lot of the pvp changes like um like with the the more the aggressive pulse rifles system, yeah. and stuff like that but i played a couple of games last night and it felt good it felt perfectly fine yeah no it feels like they they somehow i'm like and like i'm sure that at some point there you know there'll be the meta will shift people will find what's the best things to use and i think it's going to take a long time for them to figure that out because of the new weapon system yep. and also there's a ton of new weapons to unlock that a lot of people haven't got yet and one of the best things about the new weapon system and they brought this back from vanilla like original destiny is that the weapons have different roles yes um so which is like to me one of the things in vanilla destiny 2 that was just like so i I didn't understand why they took that out because that was like such one of the best parts about yeah it was trying to get that god roll yeah exactly you know like opening up a chat like doing a strike repeatedly to get the strike specific gun Mm -hmm. with a specific role yeah you know, it was like it. It was such a like a time consuming, like mental beatdown. But then yeah. once you got it, yeah. like very few things feel so rewarding in yeah. in, in gaming. Yeah, it's um, uh, it's it's a good time. Like yeah. I mean, like I kind of I, I there was a, a small I can't really call it an exploit. There was a glitch like a week before the uh, the actual expansion dropped, where you could drop for thick and gear early, um, which I had done. Because yeah, I did I'm it too because I'm me. grubby and wanted the shit, the new so, shit. So like in that that the week before it came out i dropped a scout rifle <clears throat> and i'm not like really if i take a scout rifle I, i'm usually one of the more like higher fire rate sky rifles and this one is like it has a slow like aggressive frame which is fine yeah you're you but, like a certain archetype yeah but it dropped with fucking rampage and outlaw on it which for people that don't know um outlaw is any precision kill makes it so that you your reload speed is like doubled almost, what it yeah, was almost instant for and most, uh, for most weapons yeah and then rampage any kill with the gun increases its damage and you can do that you could stack that up to three times yeah so if you're fighting a mob and you get that to the times three stack yeah so if i if i there's like a big group and i just like pick three guys off and now i have the rest of my clip that is like three times the fucking normal damage and every time i kill somebody it keeps that stack so i just keep murdering things and then I have the fucking outlaw person. When I run out of ammo, I just instantly have my ammo back. So it's all good. But that was like that was a huge like a, that's like a like like a god roll for that gun. Like it's it, that <clears> shit for this, is like yeah for that type of our type of scout yeah. rifle. It's cool that like they implemented that change and you reaped the benefits of it yeah. instantaneously. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So I mean, like, and I've had like some really good rolls on pulse rifles and stuff that yeah. like I've been I've consistently been using. Yeah, I dropped. Um, uh, I, just uh, sorry to interrupt you. I dropped That's that uh, the right side of wrong, whatever that pulse rifle is. Yeah, I dropped after you got off last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had uh, I forget what it's called, but it's like the one where like body shots increase precision damage. Uh, head seeker. Yeah, that, that and fucking what was the other one? I have one that has head seeker and full auto trigger system. I think that might have been it. It's a good roll. Yeah, it was very good roll for great. a pulse. I was using it in PvP and I was pooping on people. Yeah, it's cool. Pooping. Um, yeah, so uh, armor has the same uh, 
the same type of mentality now where they have random roles and it they have like armor specific perks and it, all of it seems like it's it's what people wanted initially and everybody's finally getting there kind of getting what they wanted yeah and so i i was worried because destiny i had a lot of gripes with destiny one um one of the biggest being pvp as plenty of people know um and I was kind of worried about some of the changes that they're bringing over in, with Forsaken, but uh, so far I haven't had any problems, and I'm happy about that. Yeah. Um, so one of the other things that they added, um, on top of just all the stuff that we've been blabbing about, is a new PvE hybrid mode, uh, PvP oh, yeah, hybrid PvE mode called Gambit. Yeah. Uh, me and you played the preview event uh, before yeah, it launched did. on Tuesday, so it was last weekend. And then we also have been playing rounds here and there while uh, throughout this week. and. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, it's like, so fun. The general concept is: is there's two teams of four. Uh, you get dropped into a like a player versus environment area where you're fighting a different enemy type, um, which gets announced at the start of a round. So it's either any of the enemy types that are available in the game. So the you know you have your um, hive or the new enemy type, which is the scorn, um, taken, whatever it may be. And uh, on each enemy kill, you drop an item like it's a moat of light, essentially. Um, and then there's an area on the map where it's like a terminal, and you have to go and you bank them. And then if you hit a certain amount, it spawns a creature on the other side where you're, you know, there's other players who are essentially like it's a score race or score attack. Yeah, it's two, two teams competing to get the high, to pretty much get the, to the high score first. <laughs> yeah, and the high, simplest way is, to say it. You get, I think it's 75 or whatever it is, which then spawns a boss, and then it's the first team to kill the boss. But there's a bunch of little caveats. So for like X amount of moats that you bank, it spawns like little mini bosses that hinder the other team's ability to bank moats. Yeah, it locks their bank up so um, that they can't do anything. And then uh, obviously they have to kill it to like unlock their bank. And then after a certain amount of moats that you bank, you could then invade them, yep. which is like that's where the PvP area like comes into play. Yeah, it's fucking and great. If you go in with a super, you go in with heavy ammo, or you're just like a really skillful PvP player, you could wipe out an entire team, yeah. and it is f it is super, satisfying, super rewarding uh, to just drop in there and just like fuck a whole team's shit up. Yep. Because like you can, it, it also shows you how many moats they have, so you could target yeah. the people that have the most. And yeah. if there's somebody carrying around a stack of fifteen, which is like the max per character, then that's like a game changer. Yeah. So, like, we've had that happen to us where, like, I have 12, you had 15, and, like, Andrew's got 10. Yeah, dude comes in with a super and fucking melts all melts of us all and, of like, us sets and us way back. Oh, yeah, and that totally yeah. just changes the game. Yep. And, you know, there's ways to, like, counteract that and, and things like that. And, and it then, is, um, it, in terms of a game mode, like, I, I'm just, like, super curious. And, like, they mentioned this on Kotaku split screen. Like, who, who is the person that came up with this idea and, like, sent it up the food chain and, like, implemented it with all, like, the different structures yeah. and, like, how... Like, I'd love to watch something that was, like, the person that was like, yeah, I came up with Gambit. And, yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. talking about it because, yeah. like, it's it's very good. And yeah, like it's, it's it was – it's, it's – in my personal opinion, it is something that the game sorely needed. Yeah, because it, it stands out. It's yeah, so it's, unique. It's, it's a very, very standout mode in the in the, in the game as it, in its entirety. Um, it's like I want – I like, I feel like any time – I have friends on, or yeah, even by like, myself, like, yeah, I'm going to be pushing. Push <laughs> yeah, because, like, yeah. I'd, ra I'd much rather do that yep. than play Crucible. Yeah. And, like, I, th it's cool that they were able to find a mode and, like, make it so enjoyable. That it still has PvP trappings, but isn't, like, specifically isn't a PvP it, yeah, mode. Yeah, it isn't entrenched in PvP. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's a very yeah. good mix of both, mm -hmm. and the implementation of both aspects of it works so well together. So, um, yeah, like, my, my personal, I think my favorite part 
or stra- I guess you could call it strategy or mechanic of the the game mode itself is when the boss spawns. The boss is called a prime evil. When the boss spawns, um, if say both teams have the boss up, the portal that you have to take to invade the other team's side stays open. And you can use it, like, it's on, like, a cooldown for a little bit after somebody uses it and dies and comes back or whatever. Um, so if, say, say the other team has their primeval halfway dead, I invade, kill all four of them. If I go in and I kill an enemy player while their primeval is hurt, their primeval is healed. So I say that primeval is halfway dead, I kill all four of them, that primeval is now at full health. And they have to work and, again to take his health down. Yeah, and now they have to pretty much redo all that damage, which gives us, you know, say we were slacking a little bit. Changes the whole and say uh, by the time the game. Yeah, say by the time we got our primeval up, they were already halfway done with theirs. I went in, eliminated all four of them. Now their primeval is at full health, and now we're it's a tie game again. So like stuff like that is like is huge. Like, yeah, it was game like, changers. super well thought out. Like they, it was yeah. like they probably got to a point where they were like, wow, that team is just like super coordinated. They're melting the boss. Like, yeah. And this team was just like a little behind them yeah. in terms of getting the boss up. Like, how can we circumvent that? And they were like, oh, we'll have someone invade, and if they wipe out the team, mm-hmm. it gives the the primeval back. You know, each person you kill gives back say twenty percent or something yeah. like that. Um, and like you said, that is such like a yeah, that mechanic it's, is. It's like, also it, that's another that. Like, invading and, like, doing well when you invade is, like, rewarding. But, like, going in and doing something like that is, like, fucking... Yeah, because you're, you're, you feel good about it. Because yeah, I'm like, like, oh, fuck, yeah, yeah, yes! You get super amped. Save the game! Yep. Yeah, it's, uh... <clears throat> the whole game mode is just a fucking great time. It's really great time. I also really like the drifter. Yeah, he's a cool dude. He's, he's great. He, yeah. dra- he drags the ball around in space. He does. His giant ball. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and... Uh, I mean, there's not really... I mean, you have your like, the standard shit. Yeah, your new exotics, yeah. your new armor, your new yeah. weapons, your new. Uh, there's a ton of stuff. I yeah. mean, like new cosmetics in terms of the ghost shells and ships and shaders. It's Shader stack deletion. If, yeah, if the hairs, like, I feel like if the, if somebody hasn't started playing Destiny yet and they like need a push to do it, like now is a great time. Yeah, now would be a very good time. Um, like for sure, there's like I can't obviously like, I've always been like up type of person that like I defend destiny. I always think that it's like a lot of people give it a lot of shit. Yeah. That's like, like, un- like it's obviously warranted, but you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but I th- if some people are like real harsh on it, you know, for in like unnecessarily harsh. Um, eh, but I think forsaken is like, a, like a yeah, nice it's, way it's to a like big redeemer for, it, for just them. Yeah. You know, for, so I mean like my whole thing is like, I hope that the next content, Editions like obviously we have a lot to do with Forsaken, yeah. so I'm not like I'm not looking ahead already, but like I kind of am into saying like if well, this yeah, is they, like they uh, they re- they announce what everything's gonna be, so we gotta look at it <laughs> exactly. And like I bought, I already bought the season pass, like I bought into it. Same. Like I'm gonna play the the new content like whenever it drops, and like I just like I'm now I'm just even more curious because like of how good Forsaken is. Yeah, that and armory that was, thing. Is yeah, cool that, was, that was kind of the the mindset with Taken King. And I thought that Wrath of the Machine was really good. Yeah, Wrath of the Machine was really great. So it was like, uh, you know, are they going to be able to kind of hit the nail on the head three more times? You know, and like, ah, uh, yeah. I mean, so I'm curious. Yeah, I, I we'll definitely, see. and I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. Like, it's Destiny is one of my favorite games, and you know, I, I like a lot about it. And it's Forsaken really takes it up to another level. Like, I'm very happy with you know the content and like the expansion, and I think it's well worth the price of admission. And yeah, I would recommend it to pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I, I I'm right there with you. Um, there is like one thing that I know a lot of people had complaints about or thought was a very strange decision was like 
if you hadn't played any other previous Destiny expansions or just the game in general, when Taken King came out, they put out there was an item for players that, like, say they weren't at the base light or base power level to do like the the Taken King stuff or the Wrath of the Machine stuff or whatever. There was a specific item that would boost your level so that you could actually do like actually like participate. So that is again that is here for Forsaken, um, but it's only usable on a brand new character. So you would have to go say you didn't have three characters and you did something like Brian did where he made two, he played with them throughout like the base game up through Warmind or whatever, leveled them up, and you know waited to make a third for Forsaken. I actually had the character made already, and oh, right. I played through like two or three story missions, and it let me use it. So it doesn't need oh, to be okay. a completely fresh character, but All I right. think that there's a level threshold. I think, yeah, there must be some kind of level threshold, whatever it is. Um, and it will boost you up to uh, the proper power yeah, level three to do Forsaken. Yeah. The only caveat now, though, with that is if you use that item, you're locked out of the base games campaign the osiris campaign and the warmind campaign um yeah so you're locked out of it for that character for that character yes so if you wanted to you could go you could create another new character not use it not use it and play through all of that stuff how everybody else had to um, start from scratch like now me personally being that i played this game on ps4 played this game on pc I had three characters on PS4. I have three characters on PC. I've played through Osiris and the base Destiny game six times. It's gross. And I've played through Warmind three times. I don't care. Like, if... I, I just feel like... I understand where people's gripes are coming from, because it is content you paid for. But realistically... What, who the fuck? Like, if you have two characters already, and you like, I, like you, like I just said, like, or and Brian, you know, whatever. Like, if you did something like Brian did, Brian's kind of on my side with this. Like, you're not gonna I, go back and play through. I don't see what the issue is. Like, like you're not gonna go back and play from base Destiny to get all the way up to fucking for like if you have two characters already if you've played through yeah. all those campaigns mm -hmm. twice already like it's not that big of a fucking deal so the i know brian disagrees yeah. and i know dan disagrees which Andrew is whatever dan, yeah. or that's what i meant i'm sorry no yeah i'm i'm the one that agrees with you i think yeah. it's, i think the outcry from some people is ridiculous so I, I even saw somebody on twitter say like this is you know they're stealing and you know like i i tripped back at him and i was like what are you talking about like you could just make another character and play through all that stuff mm -hmm. You know, because, like, the, the, I think what people immediately, the knee-jerk reaction is, like, I paid. You have to own all of the expansions to mm -hmm. have Forsaken. Yep. Um, so, obviously, people see that, like, oh, I started this character. I leveled them up all the way using the item they gave me. And then it locks me out of that content I just paid for. They have this knee-jerk reaction, like, just this, like, punch in the gut. Like, well, what what is this? They, you know, why can't I use this? It's yeah. locked away from my character that's, like, this high level now. That's not the case at all. Like I said, you could just make another character. Or you could just choose to not use it at all. Exactly. <laughs> so it, they gave it to people for, like, the mindset is, like, if you're using it, you know, you're going to just immediately start playing the Forsaken stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, on Kotaku Split Screen, Jason Schreier, within the past year, half year, whatever, he uh, built a PC. So he switched from playing Destiny on PS4 to PC, and he didn't play any of it previously so he bought this in the forsaken expansion and he used that item mm -hmm. and he was bummed out because he wants to go back and play the warmind story because he heard it was good yeah and you know he was like do i absolutely need to do it he's like no 
He's like, but, you know, it is kind of a bummer. And, like, for someone like him, I, I, I'm a little bit more understanding. Yeah, well, if he's if he's never played the game and he just he, he's just jumping into Forsaken, I personally would recommend don't use it. Experience the whole game in a whole like as it is like experience like don't yeah. use like that the, fucking. And item. the thing is too is like you um with the the way that Forsaken is like up the level cap, like if you're just playing through the story, like you could do all of it by yourself. Yeah. Like you don't need people. Like in terms, of you don't need to be a high level to get through any of this content. Like you could start out and play the like Destiny Two story, base game, play the Osiris story, base like yep. Warmind, and then Forsaken. Like that's that's a. If you've never played the game before, that's a ton of content. Yep. Like that's an it's a lot. It's a ton. It's a lot. It's it's, it's very you know that's a week worth of playing. You yep. know, like straight. Um, so like to me, like and like you just said it. Like that's I share the same sentiment as you. Like I think the alcohol, like the people complaining about it is that's it's just ridiculous. I mean, because, like, it's just I don't plus know. Plus two it's... for the, the for story aspects. Like I think it was Kirk that mentioned this on split screen was saying like so yeah you like if you think about it like when you start the story like there's things that happen that like systematically like change the the game where it's like all right so yeah like say if i'm a, a, a base player that doesn't have the new content and like you do mm-hmm. and like i'm at the farm the tower doesn't exist to me yeah you have to finish the destiny 2 story to unlock the tower whereas like if you use that level boost the tower's there yeah so it's like they're gonna just like then obviously me and you i would be like oh like yeah, i got you i'm gonna go to the tower to do something big like, i can't go with you like i don't yeah. have that yet you know so they were like how can we like they obviously i think in like the structure of the way the game works from start to finish like they were like okay that this this item won't work unless we lock people out of it yeah so which like you know i'm i'm interested to hear what they have to say about it like why they chose to do it but at the end of the day you know it's not like they're taking anything away from you and keeping it like locked away yeah i mean that's that's the thing that i think that that argument right there like the the people are like claiming that bungie is like stealing from you and blah 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 like brian just said one you you could just not use it yeah, you could not like use the item, said, or you, you could just fun. you could just fucking create a whole other character and play through the shit. Yeah, if you, you really could create to. one. You could create one character, start the Forsaken stuff, and then just create a new character and play the base stuff and go through Osiris and Warmind. And yeah, and that's totally fine. That's you know, I, I, as someone that was a fan of the of original, De- you know, Destiny Two, um, like that that story and the you know, like obviously I thought Osiris was bad, but you yeah. know, you you don't you know you don't have to do you have to finish Osiris for Warmind. Yes, I believe so. Oh. I thought because I think I didn't on it. Well, either way, you know it's it's. I quick. thought you did, but uh, yeah. it doesn't matter. I mean, like we're we're getting all off the point here. Yeah. Um. You know, essentially, it was just there was an outcry for it, and you know, yeah, I, I don't just, know if they're gonna roll it back, but I don't know. I just I just feel like it's not something that needs to be so fucking harped on by everybody. And yeah, agreed. It, it's people claiming that Bungie's stealing from you is just fucking out of control. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's like that's, yeah, what, I, that's I, just I, wild to the, me. The person that I saw say something along those lines was like typical Bungie, like taking our money and then locking away content. And like I immediately re- responded back to him or replied to his tweet, and I was like, "What are you talking about? Like the content's there. You just create a new character." Yeah. And like a bunch of people liked like my tweet. Yeah. And this guy didn't say anything back to me because he, he realized he was wrong. Yeah. Like, they're not. Fucking asshole. They're not stealing from you. They're not locking anything away. Like. Yes, on that one character, they're locking it away, yeah. but I'm sure they have a reason for it because yeah, like, there's it, probably something in game that they were like, it won't work yeah. with the structure if, of the new story and the level cap, and like yeah. having if, you go back and do things. And plus, too, like the other side of it, which I was saying um, to you guys in like our group chat, was like they probably want people to experience it on like a systematic level from being a base player on low light. Like if you use this item, which jacks you up to three something, yeah. and go back, you'll just run through all that stuff. Yep. 
you know, because it doesn't scale. Not everything scales in the game. Yeah, they they want you to be able to, you know, they want you to be able to experience the things in that whatever base, whether it's Osiris or Warmind or the base game itself. They want you to experience at the level that you're supposed to be experiencing it at, um, rather than just power level yourself. Which is why power leveling in Destiny isn't really a thing. Like they make it very hard to do that. Like you don't unlock a lot of the the milestones and stuff until you've done certain things. Yeah. Like they don't allow you to power level yourself so that you can blast through everything. Yeah, everything's, that's not the type everything's of game a grind, and yeah. that's always always how it's been. Exactly. So. It's 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 a grind in a similar vein of Monster Hunter, but not as bad. Yeah. No, it's it's that's a very good point. So. Um. And the, the uh, one small thing that I want to add on top of this is like the if you really think about it. When people are, you know, complaining that, you know, Bungie's stealing from them and blah, 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 whatever, the content wouldn't... Forsaken needing to have all of the other DLC, the year one DLC, in order to be able to play Forsaken, Forsaken wouldn't work with the structure that... with If you didn't have the structure that the other DLCs in the base game laid out for you. So a lot of the changes, the stuff, weapons, um, <coughs> strikes, all this other shit... Your level cap. Your level cap goes up with each DLC. You can't just... You, you have to have a way to scale you up through those... Like a gradual progression. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It has to... The game has to register as you have been... As you having been done these things in order to be able to hit the levels that you need to hit in order to do what it's Forsaken a, it's wants you to do. I think it was systematically done yeah. in the sense of like, okay, these things unlock when you hit this level... So like, like I'm, I'm almost sure. Like I don't know if you looked or not, but I, I can almost guarantee you, if you used that item mm -hmm. and you went into your triumphs and you looked through everything's the there. story tab, yeah. it's it's checked off as completed. Yeah, correct? I did, I did exactly. Warlock, yeah, exactly. So the game itself needs to be able to tick off certain boxes that these certain things have been done for you to even be able to progress. So in order to even play Forsaken. Owning the other two DLCs makes perfect sense. Again, I kind of understand people kind of being bummed out that they're locked out of the shit, but realistically, if you're playing Forsaken, at what fucking point are you going to go back and play fucking Base 1 Destiny 2? Yeah. And, like, the argument, like, the counter-argument to people saying, like, well, they locked me out of it on my high-level characters, it's just like, well, then start a new character and do what everybody else had to do. Yeah, and, like, they're, again, they're, if so. you have a high-level character, at what point are you going back to play Destiny 2's base campaign? Exactly. At no point so. are you doing that. Yeah, no, I, like we, um, you know, me and you are on the same on the same page here with it, and I obviously I can understand people's arguments to a degree. Um, I think that obviously a lot of people seem to tend to have this like gut punch, knee jerk type of like, oh, this is allowed. I have to, I gotta cry about it. Yeah. It seems egregious. Where I it's mean, really not. So for people that are in positions like Jason Schreier, like I get it. Yeah, he was a predominantly. But. He always played on console. Obviously, he made the big switch to PC. You know, I did it. And I played through everything though. Like whereas he was like, I'm not going to touch it until Forsaken comes out. Yeah. I'll just use the item because they already announced that that's going to be a thing. Mm -hmm. And he did that, and he was like, hey, I'm a little bummed. I can't play Warmind. He's like, but you know what? Not the end of the world. Yeah, he I was mean, like, you know, kind of weird, but hey, no big, no big deal. Yeah. He's like, I get. I'm playing the new stuff. He's like, I'm not. You know, yeah. like, you know, I forgot what his counterpart on the on the show said, but he was just like, yeah, it's it's good, but you you'll you'll move on. Yeah. You know, not a big deal. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I mean, like in terms of like. Like the people, if you play on console though, I mean, this month PlayStation Plus base Destiny Two is, yeah, is available, that is for, available for yeah. free. And then I also, I don't know if the sale is still going on, but it was last week. You could have gotten both expansions for twenty bucks. Oh really? Yeah, yeah they so were each you, ten dollars. Ton so of fucking content for that's twenty dollars. Tw for twenty bucks, you have base Destiny Two and the and expansions, and then the like Forsaken 
is what 30 or 40 bucks what is it uh i want to say it's 40 so yeah for the price of a normal game because like the premium was like 80 i won't yeah so for the price of a normal game if you happen to get these expansions on sale you're getting what destiny 2 cost me at launch yeah exactly so i mean like they it doesn't seem like people really have uh like you know it's a leg to stand on. It's yeah, it's, getting on a soapbox. Yeah, so. no, it's just it doesn't. It's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's people. Whatever. Um, uh, I mean, we <laughs> that was a, a lot of destiny. Talk. Yeah, well, you um, know what? It's important for us. Yeah, the, I guess the only the we could wrap it up unless you want to talk about the blackout trailer. Listen, a lot of people were calling it really weird. I, I thought it was weird. It really great. <laughs> the tra- the trailer looked like um. Like a sixteen-year-old, like yeah, it looked like like what I would jerk off to in middle school. Exactly, like you got your Doritos and your Mountain Dew. Fuck yeah, and a big old boner. Having the best time. <laughs> so, for people that are uninitiated, the Blackout trailer is for Call of Duty Black Ops Four. Their battle royale. It's their game battle mode. royale mode. Um, it looks wild. Yeah, I'm excited. It looks cool. There's a lot of different shit going on. Which to me, like, I think that's what like battle royale modes need to do now because yeah. like I think that. Like if uh, Battlefield and and Call of Duty want to be smart about it, they ha- it has to be like, ch- like you know changes like ingenuity. Yeah. Like it can't just be like oh you know um, sixty players every man for himself whatever or whatever the game like you know mm-hmm. the structure is like I know like I don't think I don't I don't know if they've released specific details on the Black Ops one but uh... I know Battlefield has said that it's um it's called Firestorm, um it's. Uh, I don't know how many. I think it's sixty-four players in total, but it's teams of four. So you oh, can't, like only teams. Only of four, teams you of four. Yeah, it has to be a squad. Okay. Um, and I think that that caters towards a class. Their class based. Yeah. Class based yeah. structure of like medic, yeah. rifleman, things like that. You know, so obviously whether you're like parachuting or you spawn on a, in a location, yeah. however it works. Like I said, there's not a lot of like specific details. Obviously, it's called Firestorm, and they're like you know their change on it is there's like a big fire yeah that moves like everybody a, in yeah. and you get hurt by it um which sounds terrifying yeah it sounds awful yeah so whereas the black ops trailer just looked like fucking a yeah, 16 year old wet dream mayhem mayhem people jumping in quads and shooting each other into the helicopter it looked and like boats it, it like looked really cool but it also just seemed like one of those things where it was like a very super scripted like yeah you but know, you like think about the fucking PUBG trailer oh it's the same yeah, shit the pu- PUBG's never like that yeah the PUBG trailer is <laughs> showing so, people like jumping around in motorcycles and driving cars at each other and fucking yeah. like shooting like shootout like crazy yeah like crazy shootouts happening and Molotov like you cocktails going off fucking play, nobody uses Molotov cocktails yeah, in PUBG Fuck yeah play a fucking game of PUBG and tell me any of it's that It's 30 minutes of you running around yeah. not seeing anybody <laughs> and then you getting opening a bathroom door and getting blown away yeah. by someone yeah. in their underwear with a shotgun. You running across a field for 30 minutes and then a man across the field leans to his right and murders you in one shot. Yeah. That's PUBG for you. Bingo. Um, yeah, I don't know. It looks... Again... This is all just going based on impressions of a super scripted fucking trailer. Yeah, but it looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it looks wild, man. And I like don't know. The, there was the like the storm. Little, uh, I don't know if the storm damages you, but like I guess the big thing now is which they tease in the trailer is that like if you're in the storm, which for anyone that hasn't played a battle royale game before, like PUBG has it, Fortnite has it, all the new ones are gonna have it. So essentially, like it, the area, the map starts out big and then it condenses you and forces the the action into a circle on the map, which all players have to get into. And this outside area, which uh, Black Ops, their take on it is it's going to spawn zombies. Is it? Is that confirmed? Well, I mean, like, that's in the trailer. That's what I would take from it. The only part that they show the zombies is when he throws the monkey bomb. Because they, they, they show one part where they're running 
there's like a group running and there's like a purple cloud around them. Yeah. Which almost kind of pegged me as the storm. Well, that's what I thought too, but then I thought if you're in there, then each area on the map maybe spawns zombies. Yeah, maybe. maybe but it that's could just it be is. the monkey bomb. Yeah, that, it that's could just be the monkey thing, bomb. Right? That's, yeah, that's like a, it attracts them. So th I think the I'm thinking that the monkey bomb is like a thing you could throw out that just like spawn zombies and they like come. At, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. How so work. it's all speculation. Yeah, we're spe it's ridiculous speculation. Um, but I mean, like this trailer gives us that opportunity. Yeah. Um. So I'm curious if it's team based, if it's going to be solos. I don't know how it's going to work. Um. I thought that I'm pretty sure was the player count was kind of small, wasn't it? Wasn't it like 50 or something? Yeah. So, so I would hope it's that you can do solos because that's a small number of people to yeah. have to, like, to force you into squads. I did notice in the trailer there's like small, um, kind of they they kind of pulled it from Black Ops 4's multiplayer. There's like small reinforcements. Like I watched there was a part of the trailer where uh, they threw down like barbed wire. Another guy threw up like a deployable shield. Yeah, the abilities. Yeah. So like it looks like they're pulling some of the abilities into uh, which, Blackout, like which is cool. Yeah, I mean like each each of these games and their iterations of these battle royale. They need modes. to do something to kind of yeah. stand apart a little bit. Yeah, and nothing's if, you're not you you can't compete with Fortnite. That's like my big thing. Yeah. So like be different. Yeah, uh, it's. So. Uh, I think, I think. Fortnite's got a fucking grappling hook plunger gun now. Yeah. Look at that shit. How are you gonna <laughs> compete with that? <laughs> fucking Sun Ninja like ziplining across maps shotgunning people and I was like this game this guy what the fuck yeah I, it's I don't think Black I'm Ops a fucking, <laughs> I'm a fucking I'm a I'm a mech in space shooting <laughs> aliens fuck out of here that's um, my bread and butter yeah like Call of Duty doesn't have much to worry about as far as like their gunplay goes so like that, oh, that that's, Always that's been solid, they yeah. have nothing to worry about so all they have to do really is just toy around with the idea of what they want to do with Blackout yeah so they don't really have to worry so much about getting the the, the the guns to feel good and the shooting to feel good because that's already there. So all they really got to worry about is just making it making blackout fun, which I am hoping that they will do. Yeah, um, I'm right there with you. I mean, I'm these new battle royale modes uh, between Battlefield and Black Ops. Like, I'm very much interested by them. Yeah, same. So um, I want to see. I want to see like a legitimate trailer for Black for yeah, Battlefield. I need. 5. I need one of those Rockstar trailers where they're like, and in this blackout <laughs> mode, <laughs> yeah. and then they like, you know, there's some nice woman explaining everything yeah. to me like an so, idiot. So yeah, it's yeah. like those are always cool. Those yeah. are always good. Yeah, you watched the Red Dead Redemption 2 one? Yeah, those yeah, are great. Yeah, me too. In this, in this I Red was like, Dead Redemption oh, this brings me back. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Probably way back to Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, those are I watched every one of those fucking things. They're great, man. Rockstar, like, it's... They take such, like, a game that, like, is, like, built on, like, the idea of, like, open world craziness, like, yeah. all the shit going on, and then they just get, like, the super mundane, like, not monotone, but, like, a very relaxing, soothing, like... Yeah, it was, like, like an ASMR almost. Yeah, exactly. Like, and in this red... Yeah. In this rock... In this industry... She talks about how the mud moves around when you walk yeah. or something. And at your, and at your <laughs> camp, you need to feed your people. Yeah. It's like, well, okay. Like, oh, yeah, I will But do I that. also could just ride on my horse, and <laughs> it's gonna poop, and I'm gonna shoot people. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, and even that's gonna have a fucking battle royale mode. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, no, it's, 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 like I said, it's cool to see all the, all the, the different takes on it, because, like, it is such, like, a polarizing thing right now in, in games media and in games itself. I mean, Fortnite is still just, like, a fucking powerhouse. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that was cool. Hopefully we get more details on that. Uh, the alpha or the beta from Black Ops? There's an open beta coming out a few in, like, weeks a ago. There's another one coming up oh, that's in, like, cool. a week or two, the, I think. The alpha, um, I didn't install it because it was, like, 40 gigabytes and it was only, like, when I got to, like, to sit down, like, I just didn't feel like downloading it. Mm -hmm. And I was just going to have limited time to play it anyway. But, like, I know the reception from it was, like, pretty well it was very good. I played it. It was very yeah, good. That's cool. I had a good time. I played it on PC. Uh, feels good. Uh, there were some minor problems that I had with, like, hit detection and stuff, but 
but it was also the beta. So, so I'm, I'm hoping I, that I stuff gets fixed. That, I want to say they mentioned this on Giant Bomb to credit them, um, but was the assets in terms of, like visuals bad or weird? Because no. like I, I could have sworn they talked about it on one of the episodes, basically saying that like a lot of people were saying that the game doesn't look great, and it was either Jeff or somebody like confirmed that like during betas. Like a lot of times, like to cut down on the download size, they probably scale it back. They a scale bit. it back. I mean, it probably wasn't like I. W I didn't like look at it and go, oh, "This looks like shit." But I didn't like. <laughs> I uh, oh, what is this? Yeah, I'm also not that type where like I don't like judge a game based on visuals so much. Not immediately. But not immediately. Yeah. Like it, when if I'm playing a game and I'm like. It's all starry-eyed and like, wow, ooh, shit, this yeah. is really cool and ooh. fun. Like, I'm like, I'm not looking at it like, oh god, the fucking textures look like dick. <laughs> like, I'm not like that type of yeah, person. Yeah, and I guess if you're, you know, someone that works in games media, yeah, it's like, it's kind of like their job to yeah, do that. To so be, I mean, I didn't like, to go over things more with a fine tooth comb. So. Yeah, like I didn't, I didn't really notice anything wrong with the way it looked. It looked like Call of Duty. I didn't like. <laughs> I don't know. like Call of Duty. Yeah, I don't know. It was just whatever. <laughs> all right. Well, there's that. Um. So yeah, this was um, episode one fifty-eight, I think. Yeah, I forgot. I've been no, talking, it was one fifty-eight. Talking for an hour. It's one fifty-eight. Um, so here I'm Brian. I'm here with Pat. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Brian. You can find Pat at PC Mirth. Yeah, I did um, my uh, my annual tweet like a month ago. It was good. It was a good one. I don't even know if I know that which one that was. Who poop rest? Oh. <laughs> it's from fucking Robot Chicken. That oh. shit was so funny. So uh, yeah, if you follow Pat on Twitter, you get a one yeah, tweet one tweet a month, a year. Uh, oh, it's a year. It's like it's, annual. It's yeah. annual. Oh, that's <laughs> even better. More of a anticipation. Yeah. Right? Um. So yeah. Um. You can jump uh in our Discord and, and talk to us and talk to plenty of other people about games and things alike. Um. So yeah, I think that that pretty much wraps it up. So thank you for listening and everybody enjoy the. You're all your... really cute, and I want to kiss you on the mouth. Enjoy the remainder of your lives. Thanks. <laughs>